What's up, everybody? Welcome to the JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Strigling. I'm going to be your host. Let's get into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the JKR Podcast. I'm glad to have you guys here yet again. My name is Jay Strigling, and I'm the host. Today is the 20th episode of the podcast so far. We've got Hunter Welsing, Northwestern sophomore tight end, coming on to the show today. Last season, 2020, got injured, so he's sidelined for the entire year. Still got four years of eligibility left, but he actually did not pick up a football until his sophomore year of high school for when he transitioned from hockey to football. To me, that's pretty impressive, only playing three years of high school ball, never playing before in your life, going to a Power 5 Big Ten school in Northwestern. But we talk about that today, plus we talk a little bit about his recruiting process going to Northwestern, talk a little bit about his plans after football, and we talk a little bit about everything about his football career so far. So let's dig in. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we have Northwestern tight end Hunter Welsing on the show. Glad to have you, Hunter. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good. So uh, just have you just to start off the podcast. Let's have you introduce yourself a little bit. That way, the listeners can get to know you a little bit better, and then we'll get into a few questions. Sounds good. So I'm Hunter Wilson. Uh, I'm a Northwestern current Northwestern tight end. Uh, I'm gonna go into my second year here. Um, yeah, uh, pretty much everything. All right. Otherwise. All right. So um, one thing that I found really interesting when I was doing a little bit of research on you, um, I saw that you transitioned from hockey to football in high school. I did. So, can you take me through that process of being a, like a? It looks like you were a pretty darn good hockey player uh, going to play football. Yeah. So um, the whole hockey, um, I guess, uh, experience kind of lasted me since uh, from uh, when I was four um, up until sophomore year um, in high school, and then like throughout that whole process, it was uh, like playing like the club. And then traveling like, across, uh, I think the farthest I went to was like Ontario and Arizona. Um, so we were like across the nation and everything. And um, yeah, eventually, like once it got to that time, I was pretty burned out um, when it came to the sophomore year in high school. So that's when the transition kind of started from hockey to football. Okay. And um, that's kind of where everything picked up from there. So you said most of the games are in Ontario? Yeah, so we play um, a bunch of games in Ontario. Um, I think we went up to Ottawa. Uh, we actually went up down to Arizona um, for a national championship when I was freshman in high school, I believe. Okay, so this was club hockey. This wasn't anything to do with the school? Yes, yeah, so this is all a club. Um, I played out in Woodridge for a team called Chicago Mission um, for pretty much like my whole childhood. Okay. So you said you were burnt out on it, but was there anything else that kind of made you decide you wanted to switch it up? Um, honestly, it was just picking up football because I know I did. I was at the time I was kind of looking for something else to spend my time to um, during that summer. So I went and did uh, I went and did football camp. I tried it out for the first time that uh, going into my sophomore year and um I just, like, loved it. I fell in love with it. Just, like, not even – I wasn't even practicing at the time. I was just working out and being with the guys, and it just was something that I just felt like it, I was, like, missing out on or 
Yeah. I just wanted to spend my time on. So you didn't play football at all throughout elementary school or middle school? Like your sophomore year of high school was your first time picking up a football? Yeah, yeah actually. Wow. And you ended up going to a Power 5 Big Ten school. Which, that's pretty amazing. But uh, what was like the toughest thing during the transition? Um, I would probably say just like the whole idea of just putting something behind you. Um, that was pretty tough for me because it's spending like all those years, all those relationships and all that time. Um, in a way, like at the time, it almost seemed like it was going to waste. Um, but I guess like now reflecting on it, it's more of I'm like more like more so valuing some of those experiences that I had and like realizing that like this really wasn't going to waste and it's kind of shaped me into who I am today. Yeah. So uh, what was that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's how I was done. Okay. Uh, so what was that club experience like? So were you gone a lot of weekends? Was it in the summertime, wintertime? Uh, just take me through that a little bit. Yeah, it was actually a pretty crazy schedule. I remember I'd be in school and I'd be missing close to almost every weekend or every other weekend just traveling. So I'd miss like Friday of school and then leave to go to like Michigan, Ontario, uh, places like that. Just play all these kind of different teams each weekend. Yeah. So would you, what position did you play in hockey? I'm not a big hockey guy, but I kind of know a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I played uh, wing, left wing specifically, but. Okay. Okay, So is that you, do you switch between offense and defense or are you most. um, What's a wing? I guess, like, one way is, like, it's offense or the wing. So, I'd be – you're very, um, like, offensive focus, not so much defensive. Okay. Um, so, I would be primarily uh, left wing the whole time. Okay. So, do you, do you think you had a collegiate future in hockey? Um, that's hard to say reflecting on it. I mean, it's definitely something I hope so. And I feel like if I really put my mind to it, that my ability could take me there. Yeah. Um, but I just, like, feeling, like, that whole sense of being burned out is just – I wasn't giving it my all, and I don't know if, if I guess, like, my drive or my ability could have got me there without a drive to essentially yeah. get there. Yeah. So, um, I think I was reading on the Northwestern website, you're a three-sport athlete, correct, in high school? Yeah, so in high school, I was doing, um, uh, actually, sophomore year, I did uh, football, hockey, and I know during that like, fall season, it was very conflicted. Um, I guess like scheduling wise between both uh, football and hockey and like I guess like one of the stories that I always give out when people ask like like it's like in a sense how did you do it because it's like the same exact season was um, so I played a football game Friday night and I think we I believe we won that game and either that morning or that night I got on a I got on a flight and I actually flew out to Buffalo to play in a hockey tournament that uh, that Saturday morning Okay, so the when they say three sport athlete, that wasn't three sports at your high school. That was just three sports, as in hockey, football, and track. Yeah, that was. Okay, so how what did you do in track? Were you a runner, thrower? Yes, I was a sprinter. I'd run. Um, I would run the hundred, four hundred, and then I would jump a little bit. Okay. Um, so middle school. Oh my bad. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I know back in like middle school. Um, that was like when I really focused on track, um, like me and a couple of my buddies actually went down we made it to state and qualified for state back in middle school. Okay. So, um, during the transition to playing football, when did you realize that, man, I actually might be pretty good at this sport? Um, it's, um, actually pretty funny cause I play with, um, 
so one of my buddies that is at Northwestern with me here now, he's in the same grade as me, and um, I went to high school with him. So he was always telling me, he was always trying to get me to play ever since, I want to say, like, middle school to come out and play football. He'd be like, man, like, you're such a great athlete. Like, just come on, like, get out here. And then he was always, like, one of those guys who always, like, motivated me and always, like, put that idea into my head that um, I could really, like, get out there and, I guess, make something of myself on the football field. And I know um, uh, my neighbors, actually, they both play Wisconsin now. They were always big motivators about trying to get me on the football field as well. And were always telling me about, like, um, how like, great things would be if I ended up playing or stuff like that. Yeah. So those neighbors that play at Wisconsin, did they go to the same high school as you? Yeah, they actually did. So one's uh, one's two years older, and then one's – he just graduated, so he's going there right now. Okay. What are their, what are their names? Um, it's Brian and Jack Sanborn. Okay. And then the guy who was talking you into playing, was that the guy that I met you with? Was that Richardson? Or is that somebody no, else? No, he's uh, another kid who was there. It was uh, Jack Moses. Okay. So you played at Lake Zurich. Zurich, is that how I say it? Yeah, that is. Okay. Uh, so did they put your tight end right away your sophomore year, or what was the first position they kind of tried you out at? Yeah, so the first position was uh, actually wide. I played a little bit of almost kind of like a corner. there, And then okay. eventually, I think in a couple games in the season, I, they switched me over to a uh, tight end. Okay. And did, were you playing varsity right away as a sophomore? Or was it your no, junior year you started? So junior year I started, and then um, like later in the sophomore year, I want to say playoffs, I got pulled up. And then just like got in a couple like a few reps just to get like the whole atmosphere. But um, okay. yeah, no varsity. Not yeah. like so, nothing much sophomore year. Yeah, so what would be your best experience as your time in high school football? Um well honestly like that first year we had um we had a state team. That was pretty cool. Um that was like a crazy first year to like just like initially play football and then all of a sudden you're going down to uh going the state championship. Yeah, so not experiences. Not every team in Illinois football makes it to the state tournament. No, we um because I think we won, I want to say four or five games leading up to that, and then we got to go down. Okay, all right, cool. So um, I want to transition a little bit to the recruiting process to your time here at Northwestern. So when did schools start reaching out to you? Yeah, so it was um. Uh, junior year once I finished like that first season playing varsity and um I know I'd film on uh both sides of the ball and then it was also filmed from like seven on seven camps as well um so I guess I want to say around like um maybe like February going into my uh February March going into my senior year was when the recruiting really started picking up such as like um unofficial visits or coaches coming in um back when like they were able to and then it was like a very like fast process from what I remember it to be because it kind of okay. just like picked up all at once and then okay so was Northwestern the first school that reached out to you no I um I forgot the first school that reached out to me but I believe it was a Mac school um and they were pretty big um on recruiting me um like kind of like those more like local schools like uh Kent State Northern Illinois Okay. Like that. Okay. So, um, who was your point of contact at Northwestern? 
Um, initially, I remember it was, um, I think it was one of my coach's friends. Um, his name was Coach, uh, I want to see, uh, Coach, uh, there were like three pretty big uh, coaches. It was uh, my tight end coach, um, Coach Hefner, and then uh, the linebacker coach, Coach McGargle, and then the line coach, Coach Anderson. Okay. And those are kind of like the three pretty big guys. Um, okay. Or coaches wise, at least. All right, so you did you did say that you were able to get that unofficial visit in at Northwestern before COVID hit, right? Yeah, so I was did um I did my unofficial. I want to say a week or two before I initially got that offer, and then I think I committed. Um, that's when I took another visit, but okay. um, luckily I was able to get that official in. Um, I think it was two months later in May. Okay, so how were you told that you were getting that offer? It was actually pretty, that was probably one of the other cool experiences, I guess, off the field. Um, was uh, It was during the spring practice, and uh, Coach Fitzgerald came up to me on the sideline, and he approached me, and we talked a little bit, and then he said, um, I'm here to say that I'm giving you a scholarship opportunity to come here and play. So that was, like, one of the – because I think that was, like, the – at least for me, that was, like, one of the first big schools to really give me that opportunity, um, Power 5-wise, and it was just – it was just mind-blowing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so like, is that what pretty much made it, made Northwestern the school for you or what was it that put Northwestern on top? Um, there were a lot of factors. Um, at the time they were coming off that, uh, that big 10, um, big 10 West championship season, um, going to the big 10, um, championship playing against Ohio state, winning that bowl game. So, I mean, you knew that the football aspect was always there, that they were always going to be competing. And then the whole school thing, uh, being a top 10 university. And then again, uh, I'm from Illinois, so it's a big local aspect as well. Yeah, because isn't uh, Lake Zurich, that's like a Chicago suburb, right? Yeah, northwest suburb. So okay. it's probably like 30, 45 minutes from the campus. All right. So what's the campus like? I hear that Northwestern is beautiful. So. Oh, man, it's crazy. We got, um, being an athlete, we got a beach too. So we got one right next to the facility, and it's just, it's crazy beautiful. And then they have like the, the walk along the rocks and you can see the whole Chicago skyline. It's a very beautiful campus. We've ever been down. Yeah. Well, I, I really want to go at some point. I saw that. Um, I follow Northwestern football on Twitter and I saw them posting pictures when they were building their training facility, I believe. And yeah. like, it was just, isn't it the, your guys' football training facility on the lake and you can see the Chicago skyline. It is uh, like the whole practice facility. Just wow. like overlooks the lake. And then out like the weight weight lifting room, you can see just like the skyline. Wow. So what's your guys' uh, workout plan like? You said you're talking about the weight room a little bit. Uh, what's your guys' workout plan, like in season and out of season? Um. Yeah. So the past couple months, it's like spring ball. So it's been a lot of um, just like a kind of just building foundation, um, building a lot of that strength back, um. And doing like some conditioning as well, as well as like teaching technique and the whole thing. But um, I know during spring ball it was because um, I was rehabbing from injury, so it was very um, specific in getting back on the field. Okay. So uh, when do you, when do you go back and start training for this upcoming season? So right now we're just about to finish training. Um, right here coming up until the twenty second of June, and then we start. Uh, kind of like summer workouts. So we'll probably do a lot of conditioning there. And then I believe fall camp picks up sometime July or August. 
and that's when we uh, suit up full pads and everything. Okay. So what are you expecting out of this 2021, 2021 season from yourself and for the Northwestern team? Um, for myself, at least, I know I'm definitely trying to bounce back from injury. Um, it's been something that kept me sidelined majority of um, that uh, 2020 season. So for me, it's been and contribute to the team as well. And another team is definitely gonna gonna do something special coming off this 2021 season. It's like looking to build upon. Yeah, because you guys season. won the West last year, last year, right? We did. So I mean. As good as that is, it's always like setting the sights even grander. So I guess going, um, not just like getting to the Big Ten Championship now, but it's winning that Big Ten Championship against Ohio State or the Penn States or something like that. Yeah, I mean, Big Ten football is getting really good this I mean, the past few years. I mean, it's always been great. But, I mean, just Northwest, you guys in the West, the East got a lot of good teams in Ohio State, IU, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. But, well, uh, so – what was that experience like going to the big championship game this year? Did you were you on the sidelines at Lucas Oil? I was. So we traveled out there, and it was um, even though it was because it was I want to say like around like peak COVID time, it was still like a very surreal experience. Just like walking around the um, Lucas Oil, and it was just like the sheer like size of the stadium was crazy. Um, and then just like the whole aspect of just of being like a college football environment. Yeah. You see, like, the announcers and the some of the fans were there, but uh definitely wasn't packed as if it were, like, normal times. But yeah. it's still a very crazy experience. Yeah. So would you say that's your best experience so far at Northwestern football-wise? Uh, it would either be that one or going down to um Orlando for the Citrus Bowl. That was another okay. good time. And who did you guys play in the, the bowl game? We actually went down there and beat Auburn. Um, okay. I believe it was New Year's Day. All right. Um. So were there any of the were there any upperclassmen that took you under their wing this past season with you being a freshman? Yeah, there were a lot of guys, um, especially older tight ends as well. Um, I know there's been like um, some more guys that I spent some more time with being injured, um, that are watching underneath them and seeing some kind of seeing uh, kind of some of the things that they do that. Um, leads them to success on the field. Yeah. So what's the tight end depth chart looking like this this next year? Um, it's looking very competitive. There's definitely – I'd say every guy in the room can definitely compete for the spot. Each kind of brings their own, like, unique um, traits and skills to the table. Okay. Um, I know you got some guys who are bigger and can definitely block better. And then there's other guys that um, can run the routes better and just catch uh, – be more of, like, a receiver type. Uh, yeah. Player, so. so do you have – is it many seniors, juniors? Like what class at Northwestern has the deepest tight end class? I believe it's the um, – I want to say the juniors. The juniors okay. are definitely um, – So like the juniors this past year or the juniors this upcoming year? Okay. So it's the senior class you mean, right? Correct. Okay, I just want to I just want to double check there because you still have four years of eligibility, right? I do because um even with the COVID year, it granted to be a redshirt year too. So okay, so would you could you possibly get five making that your redshirt year in this upcoming one a COVID year or how does that work? Oof. Honestly, I was asking the same question myself. Um, okay, because I, I know, know like yeah. 
because I, I worked for an agency. It's a basketball agency, but I mean, it's still the NCAA rules that we're working with. Uh-huh. And there's just so many of those like p- nitpicky rules with this COVID season that it's, it's so hard to follow. Yeah, I was having trouble just because I don't know if it was going to be marked down as a redshirt year or just uh, canceled out for a COVID year. So yeah. Um. So if you have if you have any advice for players going through the recruiting process, what would it be? Um, definitely the biggest thing would be take your time. Um, it's um, it's always very problematic if you jump in too early and not really knowing exactly. Um, what each school is truly about. Um, I recommend taking probably all your five official visits. Um, I believe you still get five. And those really help you just understand just kind of the environment um, and what exactly each university is about, meeting the coaches, the coaching staff, and then even getting to meet some of the players and spend time with them is pretty key in the whole process of um, choosing which university is right for you. Yeah. So did you reach out to a lot of the schools that you were talking to or did they make the first contact with you? Um, it would usually be they would make the first contact. Um, I know Twitter was a big communication uh, like bridge between the coaches and the, myself. Okay. So showcases through high school or was it pretty much just all game film that you were that they were seeing? It was um, it was mostly film from seven on seven in high school football as well. And then just kind of some of the, the um, like, workout tape that I do at one of the facilities that I work out at. Okay. What's the facility called that you work out at? It's called EFT. It's over in uh, Highland Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually, did a pro- I actually did a project on them for um, this agent that I worked for. Did a little oh. research on them. Yeah, but... I've been working with them since I've been, a, I want to say, sophomore or junior. Okay. Yeah, um, they have quite a few NFL draft picks. That they that have trained there in the past, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's transition a little bit. One last topic I want to talk about before um, we send you off. I want to talk a little bit about education. You said earlier that Northwestern top 10 education school, and that's one of the reasons you chose them. I see that you're majoring in biology. So like, what are you expecting to do with that? Um, actually, I'm not. Uh, I know I marked it down as biology, but um I kind of deviated a little from the biology path. Okay. Um, so I've taken the chemistry class, and I don't really know if it was exactly right for me. I couldn't really see myself down that pathway. But um, I know I've been taking a lot of uh, law class. Okay, so well, being a lawyer or just doing something else in that field? Yeah, I was, um, I was looking at some of the – I guess, yeah, lawyer would be um, a pretty – uh, general term that I can put on it now, but um, I know that uh, that major was interesting to me as well as I think business management was another one that was very appealing um, okay. that I could like also see myself in. Okay, so could you see yourself owning a business or? Yeah, no, especially here, I could see myself owning a business because um, this kind of university really promotes um, like that kind of like leadership and um, creativity that is needed to be a business owner so i could definitely see that uh possibly in the future yeah football you, uh, out. could you see yourself working in sports as well i could also see that i know for a while i wanted to be um sports orthopedic being just like um all like being injured it like was very interesting to me to see how some of these doctors and um people kind of worked on the patients and had like 
a pretty good relationship with some of the yeah. Well, I mean, with that mix of a possible law degree and a possible business degree, I mean, looks like um, you have a lot of the qualifications to be an agent. So maybe we'll be working together in the, and not together, but working against each other in the future. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But um, I think that's all I have for you. If you have anything else you want to talk about, just bring it up. But that's all. That's all I have for you. So I thank you for coming on the show. For sure. Thank you for having me. Another great episode so far. I look forward to watching Hunter ball out these next four years at Northwestern. But with that being said, we've got three more interviews before I do three solo episodes here coming up in July. Those interviews include former Butler University basketball manager Norman Miller, former professional baseball player Glenn McLean, and 2019 20th round pick Bryce Windham of the Chicago Cubs, now currently playing for the South Bend Cubs. Got them on coming up these next few weeks, so can't wait for that. But the few of the solo episodes, we're digging into the business of baseball, so a little bit of what I want to do up in the future. So should be some pretty interesting topics covered in that. But just make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for all the updates on the podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying it so far. Hope to see you guys next week when I have Norman Miller coming on the show.